This is a reading from the Word of God. 1 Corinthians 2, 2. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We've just actually heard the telling of Jesus' crucifixion and His burial from four different perspectives. And if you're like me as you were listening to those or reading over them, you recognize that there are lots of things that are very similar, and there are some things that are different. Each author picked up on certain nuances within the story and brought them forth. And Sometimes we can in our head go, oh, well, these must not be true stories, though. But if we stop and think and remember if there are four people that see an accident happen or four people that witness a concert or four other people who hear a story being told, each one will remember different parts. Each one will have a different perspective coming in on it. But the great thing about reading them all together as we go into this passage that Paul says is it reminds us of a few things about the crucified Christ and who he is. The first thing that is very evident and clear is that the crucified Christ is scandalous. Before Paul says this in 1 Corinthians, just above it in chapter 1, he says this, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is there one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand a sign and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to the Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Here we have the story of a servant coming to die. Here we have the story of a leader sacrificing all. Here we have a mighty king giving up himself so that he can bring forth salvation to all people. That is scandalous. Too often we can sit back and we can see the cross as a lovely piece of jewelry. Or even in hearing the stories of the cross, we think, yes, there's that story of the cross again. It's so good to hear. But when it lands on our ears and on our hearts, one of the first things we should recognize is that the crucified cross, Christ is scandalous. It is so beyond anything in this world that we would ever lift up, that we would ever honor, that we would ever think of as being great. But yet here it is, that the creator of the world would come as a man, would humble himself completely, even to death on a cross for us. And we should always be taken back by that, just how scandalous it is. The second thing that the cross and the crucified Christ is for us is that it is sustaining It's sustaining because we recognize in this self-sacrificing God, this steadfast love of God that would 
put himself on the cross that no matter what troubles come our way, that no matter how desperate a situation seems, that no matter how hard things are, that God has broke into the world to change it. And so we have a hope that cannot be understood without the crucified Christ. We have a hope that goes beyond and sustains us, that keeps us going. Just later in this passage in, verse, in chapter 2, Jesus, uh, Paul goes on to say, I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling, and my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith may not rest in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. You see, the crucified Christ is sustaining for us because when we trust in men, when we trust in our own power, when we trust in our own intellect, it will ultimately fail. But God's power never fails. And so the cross and the crucified Christ is scandalous. The cross and the crucified Christ is sustaining. And the cross and the crucified Christ Christ that is on it is sufficient. It answers all of our needs. It breaks into the world and it clears all things up. Yes, we now see through the glass dimly. Yes, we can't completely understand what all that means right now. It is a mystery beyond comprehension to us. But Holy Spirit speaks to us and reminds us that it is sufficient. It is taking care of all. That the fact that we needed to be atoned is taken care of in a Christ that dies on the cross and a self-sacrificing God who comes in His steadfast love to take the penalty upon Himself so that we can be seen as righteous. It is sufficient in making a brand new people for Himself where God promised long ago that I will be your God and you will be my people. It happens on the cross. It is the very thing that brings us into His family. It is our adoption made possible through that. And so it is sufficient to complete that. It is sufficient to bring us into new life, to take us from death. It gives us hope beyond hope. And faith beyond faith. The crucified Christ is sufficient. It covers all of our longing, the need for a Passover lamb, the need for a judge to find us innocent, the need for our adoption to take place into God's family, to be made clean from our dirt, to be made whole from our brokenness. It is only in the crucified Christ that that happens. And so we look at the cross and we should be taken aback because it is scandalous. We should be sustained in our hope and our faith because of it. And we should recognize that there is nothing more that needs to be done for us to be made brand new. For God's steadfast love and His pursuit is completed in the crucified Christ. And so we sit here on Good Friday and we should come to a place of recognizing that yes, in fact, it is because of the brokenness of the world and not just the brokenness of the world, but my own brokenness and my own sin that Christ is there on the cross and we should grieve. It's a sad, terrifying thing. But I can't just stop there. 
Because the crucified Christ is not the stopping point. We get to go to Sunday. And how awesome that will be. Father God, you are good. And all you do is good. We praise you and we give you glory and honor today because of the crucified Christ. That you are not punishing your son in this, but you are stepping in as the triune God into the world to die. To take all of the sin and all of the unrighteousness through Christ and putting an end to it. That you then call us out. Take us aback and bring us back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's continue.